Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome to the comfort zone. Welcome, welcome with Kirsty and me. Hello, I'm Kirsty, and that's Bryony. Bryony and her. <laughs> Bryony and her. <laughs> we actually introduced ourselves this time. That's uh... yeah. I keep on every time I go to edit it, I'll do the beginning, and I'm just like, didn't say who we were again. Yep, every time. <laughs> Hopefully, it's implied. <laughs> I heavily imply that I am me. It's a 50-50 guess as to which one of us is which. It is fine. It's true. And we're pretty much the same anyway, so it doesn't matter. Same brain. Same brain. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been? I've been good. How have you been? I've been okay. I've had a few dreams this week that, again, I wasn't able to record. Oh, no. Too spicy. Just so spicy. I've just been dreaming about uh, cinnamon. Is cinnamon a spice? Uh, (laughs) Technically. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Although I don't like cinnamon, so that wouldn't be a very good dream for me. Yeah, you know I like cinnamon. It makes me really sad that I don't like cinnamon because people get such joy from it. I do. I want to be someone who likes pumpkin spice lattes and cinnabons and all of this sort of stuff, oh, but I'm just like, no. Ooh. Cinnamon rolls are just the best thing. Not very vegan, but they are delicious. There's a place in Bristol that does these forest buns they are just on the cusp of like my cinnamon limit i can taste it in there but i'm like it's okay it complements it whereas some things just is too much it's like carrot cake (gasps) you don't like carrot cake oh my god i usually like i'm okay with it but then if it crosses that cinnamon threshold i'm like no no oh i love carrot cake in all forms this is the thing is alex's favorite cake so sometimes (laughs) i will get it for him (laughs) it's such a non-problem sometimes i have to force myself to eat a cake that i'm not partial to (laughs) i've just been through so much (laughs) (laughs) oh my god well i've not really dreamt much this week i had one dream today i say today because i went to bed very late and i probably had it this morning and i did record it and it was cool i feel like i've been waking up knowing that i've had dreams but they've just been too confusing to remember you know when you wake up and you feel like you've done a lot yeah in your sleep but you've not you just can't really think what it was Mm -hmm. i think because i've had a bit of a week that's been out of the ordinary like i've done stuff that's not my normal routine and i think that just tends 
to throw my brain into chaos. Yeah, I get that. I don't know what's happening anymore. Mm -hmm. I've had a bit of a week like that dream wise. I've woken up like every day thinking I think I had a dream, but I can't remember it. I think I I find that I remember the most when I wake up sort of mid-morning and then I'm like, I'll go back to sleep. I'll have a little snooze. And then I have like really vivid dreams. Yeah. And that happened today. So I got lucky. I find sometimes that if as soon as I wake up, Alex asks if I had any dreams. If I tell him, it's like I take the dream out of my brain and then I can't remember it anymore. Oh no. Really, I should just get him to record the dreams. Yeah. Then I'd probably get a lot more done. That's so strange because I I find that saying them out loud helps me remember them a lot more. If I don't record them or just say them, then they just exit my brain. Mine are like, like you get like one go at it. It's like that thing in Harry Potter, you know, and they take out the wispy thoughts out of their brain. It's like that. Oh yeah. They like pull them out. Can they still remember stuff when they take, I've always wondered this. Do they get rid of the memories or can they still remember it? I wondered that. I think they can remember them. I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. Cause it looks like so visceral when they're like, Pulling them out of their brain. Yeah. It's like, it can't be in there anymore, surely. Yeah, I get one shot. But then again, sometimes I have dreams that I just remember halfway through the day. Like, they get triggered by something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll see a duck, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I dreamt about Gerard Depardieu wearing a hat. Oh my god, it just reminded me. Oh. <laughs> I find as well that I will remember things that I have previously forgotten when I'm talking to you about dreams. So I'm always like, oh, by the way, this also happened. Uh, uh, This was also there. But that was not in the recording because I forgot at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I do that too. Yeah, I guess it's sort of like, I guess that's the dream trigger in itself. Yeah, 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 for sure. But we have one dream each. We do. I didn't do my homework of having a big epic dream that I recorded. I'm sorry. Oh, mine's a little bit longer than your recording. So maybe mine is the big epic one of the week. That's what I do. <laughs> I need to pull my dream socks up. You do. You really do. Well, everyone get the uh, Bryony Dream bingo cards ready. Uh, wrestling. <laughs> uh, jungle Boy. Piss. <laughs> Piss. <laughs> Oh my god. There's usually celebrities and animals in there as well. Yeah. I can tell you at least one of those boxes is ticked. I remember <laughs> that much. Because I remember literally waking up and being like, this again. Oh my <laughs> so god. You will find out. <laughs> Amazing. Did you want to have a little listen to mine or do you want to Yeah, do let's listen to yours. Okay, here we go. Let's see what's wrong with me. <laughs> what's wrong with me this week? What's wrong with me? <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Hello, I had a dream that Rhea hadn't just wanted me to look after Luna. She'd actually given me another little gecko. She was like a little orange gecko and her head was like, like she had the same shape mouth as the baby from dinosaurs. She was really cute, but she just lived in a bush in the middle of the room. But I was suddenly like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be looking after this other lizard as well. This other gecko. And I looked at her and one of her eyes was like sort of all goopy and sealed shut. She couldn't open it. So I was trying to call up Rhea and be like, oh, she needs to see the vet she needs because all of the exotic vets are practice her on holiday and I called her up and she was like oh yeah 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 she can come in here she can come in here but then I was like watching tv watching this like children's tv show and I think they had like a section on goat karting 
But then it cut to this bit where there was like a massive pond full of these like foam lily pads. Like it was a whole studio that was just full of water. And Thunder Rosa and Ruby Soho were sat in this water. And then Ruby was like, hello, my name is Ruby. And I was like, oh my God, they both speak German. They're so smart. I don't really remember what happened on the Kim show. But then I had another little end to the dream where I was meant to be helping hand out like I was back working at the vet and I was meant to be helping to hand out these cups of tea my manager had made but every time I picked up a cup I'd look down and I'd picked it up upside down and all the tea had spilled out I was trying to sneakily remake cups of tea whilst this meeting was going on so that no one would hear the kettle boil and stuff and I was like oh no <laughs> and then I woke up Oh my gosh. There you go. Wrestlers, they're back. Wrestlers, <laughs> animals. Oh my God. And you're getting tea everywhere this time instead of piss. I remember carrying two cups by the handles and then I went to hand them to someone. I looked and one of the cups was upside down and I turned around and there was just a massive trail of tea. And I was like, how didn't I notice this happening? <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, and you had a new gecko as well. A little orange one, did you say? Yeah, I think quite a common dream for me. I think because I just, like a lot of my worries are worrying about the animals in my care and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think quite often I have dreams that are like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't do this and I've been meant to do this all the time. Like it'll be, oh my gosh, I have a cat and I haven't, I haven't fed, when did I last feed a cat in real life? Uh -huh. Oh no, I've not, I'm not doing my job sort of thing. So it was like all of a sudden I just turned around and there was a bush in the middle of the room and it had this gecko on and I was like, how did I forget this whole other gecko? I've been looking after Luna and ignoring this baby. Oh my gosh. I wonder if this is like your version of a stress dream. I think so. Well, mine is school. Mine is always school and yours is always animals that you've forgotten to look after. Yeah. Because you're, you're always looking after your animals. You're like such a good bun mom and gecko mom and and home home mom. And I think like that's such a big part of your life that like if anything happens to them, that would be one of the biggest stresses as well, right? So yeah, yeah, that must be like your version of a stress dream. Who was it that was talking German? <laughs> it was so. There's two wrestlers called Thunder Rosa uh -huh. and Ruby Soho and I love that the only German my brain could come up with was my name est Ruby <laughs> and I was like oh my god they speak wow. fluent German <laughs> they're so good at German I've been watching a lot of wrestling recently there's been like big wrestling that came out big like pay-per-views and stuff yeah and one of the things that I've always like because before when I didn't watch it I was always like oh it's just dumb it's just people beating each other up why would I like that one of the things I've been looking into recently was all the other stuff that they do like a lot of the wrestlers they come out in like cosplay like Adam Cole for the latest one he came out dressed as like Master Chief oh wow Jade Cargill was like I think a character from Mortal Kombat but I've not played it so I didn't recognise nice. it but Alex and Trout were both just like hang on a minute I was like what? <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. And uh, yeah, and just all this other stuff about how like a lot of them do speak like multiple languages and they have like, I mean, Luchasaurus has like a history degree and stuff like this. And wow. they are just like, they have so much more going on. And mm -hmm. a lot of them, I think, stream on Twitch and are like big nerds and stuff. So I think that was just my 
brain's very obvious way of being like, they're smart. They're smart. <laughs> they're so smart. One of the things that I um, sort of learned about wrestlers, like having followed like D&D stuff online, is that they are all massive nerds. Like they would all be like backstage just doing, just playing D&D when they're waiting to <laughs> go and fight, which is just nuts. It's so cool. There's a guy <laughs> called Brandon Cutler and he hasn't wrestled in a while because he got like a big facial injury. He was some like D&D inspired character and him and Peter Avalon who is known as being like a librarian so he like comes out shushing people they had a wrestling stable that was called The Initiative and the ah. t-shirt for it is like this really cool book and stuff so I think yeah a lot of them are just massive nerds that we watched a, a fight between them recently where Brandon Cutler gets out this bag of dice ah. and throws it down on the stage to like, like try and slam uh, Peter Avalon into and we were all just there like not the D4s not the default. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. That's and he's so like good. hitting him with copies of the Silmarillion and stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That would be me as a wrestler, I think. Just throwing dice at people. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> suplex <laughs> them onto a pile of dice. <laughs> oh my god. That's so cool. I don't know why they're in like a big pond. The only thing I can think that it reminds me of is oh, I can't remember the name of the show. It was called like The Incredible Show or something. It was years ago and the host i think was oh what's his name he's one half of little britain he oh, writes um books. david williams david williams yeah it was very young david williams was like the voiceover host guy and there's one particular thing that they had to do where they would get into a giant bowl of soup and they would have to dive for letters. It was like alphabetty spaghetti, but massive. And they would have to dive for it. I don't really remember why, but for some reason that really stuck with me. And occasionally <laughs> I'll remember it and be like, what was that show? But yeah, I think maybe it was something like that, but they're in a big pond instead. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the stuff as well, it sounds like it's all been, um, I say this because my dream was the same. Stuff that's been happening lately, it sounds like it's all been on your brain and it's all sort of just come out in one big dream. Yeah, it's just mushed together. Yeah, it's all just mushed together. Like you've been watching a lot of wrestling. I don't know if you've had much animal stuff going on, like with Jerry or anything. You you cleaned out Luna recently, didn't I you? I did. So there's the gecko. And also Fion has a dental next week. So I have had the like worries because mm-hmm. it's always worries and I have been go-karting so that's why that was yeah. in there yeah. in fact I think hang on when when does this come out I was going to say are we allowed to talk about the go-karting <laughs> oh yeah it'll be on the 19th I think the video comes out on the 17th oh, so perfect. yeah I went go-karting <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh because this dream was the day after the go-karting and I think because of doing such a thing that was different from my normal routine but also so different from anything I normally do Mm -hmm. because it was physical exercise (laughs) I think because like my body had had a workout all day my brain was like we gotta put in some work here let's let's do a bit of everything (laughs) I just wake up feeling like oh my gosh I've been on an adventure (laughs) (laughs) well is there anything else in the dream that you think represents anything else that's been going on recently or do you think it was just your brain like splurging like blah wrestling blah I think it was just I'd had a busy day yeah I think very often if I either the day after or the day before I do something out of the ordinary. I think I have a bit of a dream like this that's like, 
my brain just processing a lot of a lot of things Mm -hmm. and this is how it manifests itself (laughs) (laughs) never it's never necessarily like bad things oh my gosh I used to get bad dreams before because I used to do camera work yeah and I would do these like short jobs so imagine having that first day of work feeling but you have to have that feeling like every two weeks because you'd be starting a new job every night before I started a new job I would have stress dreams that would keep me up until about four in the morning and I'd feel like I hadn't slept and I was like oh geez I'm gonna do this all again next week (laughs) oh that would be so stressful I never even thought of it like that. Like, it literally is, isn't it? Like, a new job, essentially, every few weeks. Yeah. I don't blame you for having stress dreams. (laughs) There was one dream I remember having, because when I worked on Holby City, we used to do these, like, the camera would be hardwired, so I'd I'd be cabling it, but sometimes you'd have, like, a big wide shot and you'd be looking back towards where the monitors were. So you'd have to do these, like, 60-foot lengths of cable Mm -hmm. around to, like... Where the, uh, where the monitors were. I remember one time I had a dream that I was going on holiday with my family and we were in a caravan and I was at the back of the caravan having to like cable bash the caravan as it went along. Oh my God. And we got within like 10 feet of the holiday park and they were like, there's not enough cable. You're going to have to go home and get a bit of slack. And I had to just <gasps> walk home oh to God. see if I could get any more length on the cable. <laughs> I woke up just like, I can't believe I've wasted a night's dream bashing cable. That's amazing. (laughs) Now I get to go to work and do it all again. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh dear. Do you ever have dreams about streaming? Yeah, I think a lot of my streaming dreams, again, are sort of stress dreams. I, I don't really remember having a streaming dream that wasn't like, oh no, someone's hacked into my account. They're streaming weird stuff on my channel or, you yeah. know, something like that. I, I remember one in particular where someone did get into my account and they started streaming questionable stuff on my channel and and I was like, mods, mods, we need to ban this person. We need to get into my account. I can't do it. <laughs> that, that was That was the dream. And, but I don't remember ever having really a pleasant one or, or like I'm streaming but I'm on the toilet or something like that and I'm like oh no I how did I end that. up on the toilet you've had that before I have a dream that I'm doing like just a random everyday activity and then all of a sudden someone will talk in chat and I'll be like oh my gosh you guys can see this you're watching me what mm-hmm. and I'm like oh and I have to immediately go into that mode of like hi everyone <laughs> oh my god, acting as if everything's fine everything's fine I'm definitely not on the toilet <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I remember having another one as well. I can't really remember the contents of the dream, but I woke up. I talk in my sleep quite a lot. And I, I woke up and I just remember saying, Oh, th- thank you so much for the gift subs. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was it. And I had to tell the person in chat, I was like, oh, I dreamt that you gifted me subs. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna make my dreams come true? Wanna make my dreams come true? I always get paranoid. This is such an avoidable worry and I don't know why I don't avoid it more, but because I do the bunny streams on the on my phone in the morning mm-hmm. and then I tend to, this is too much information, but you guys are used to this by now. I tend to go for a wee straight after the bunny stream because it's, it's routine now. And um, there are so many times when I'll suddenly, because obviously I've been streaming on my phone and then I'm definitely sure that I've I've like stopped the stream. And then I suddenly think like, oh my gosh, I might just, streaming the sound of me weeing. <laughs> <laughs> Why I 
don't just leave my phone downstairs. Oh my God. I would be terrified of doing that. I really would. I make sure to close the app every time I stream on my phone. I'm like, nope, close it, close everything. Otherwise I'm going to end up streaming mundane tasks. <laughs> and I have that slight comfort of like, oh, I guess it would be slightly muffled by my hoodie pocket or something. But no, I'm still just like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Just try and play it cool, like, ha ha ha, gotcha, but but you thought I was winged, didn't you? <laughs> it's the tap. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, it hasn't happened yet. Yet. <laughs> Honestly, the amount of thought process I put into situations that have never happened, but I just, you know, when you're like daydreaming and you're like, Oh God, imagine if this happened. And then I'm like, well, what would I do? And then I'll just spend so long going down all the different routes of like, oh, like if I bumped into someone, what would I say? And then what would this happen? And what would I do that? And I'm like, why do I, why do I not just use my brain power for things that are happening then? Because <laughs> it's never prepared me for a situation. I've never had a witty comeback at the go, just in case someone said this. It, I, I still just flounder. <laughs> Honestly, I think you have. Like, you're always ready with a joke and stuff like that. Like, you, the way that you can just, like, fire them off is is nuts. And it must be because you sit there and think about <laughs> Imagine if you found, like, you were staying at my house and you found my notebooks that were just replies for every single possible thing. <laughs> it turns out I've actually been engineering every conversation so that someone will mention this. <laughs> it's like, oh, I have a joke ready for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the like complete opposite. I I never think about stuff like that. So when people are like, "Oh, do you have a joke?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. But the thing, I swear, like, if people say, "Tell me a joke," immediately it's like the dust sprites in um, Spirited Away. Like, as soon as you say, "Tell me a joke," they all just scatter. Every joke you've ever heard is just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Yeah, I'm out of here." <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And suddenly you're just left with like, what's the deal with aeroplane food? <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, should we listen to should we listen to the other dream? Yes, I want to hear what's going on in your head. There are lots of random stuff that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Hello. So I had a dream that I was training to be a diver. I was in a big group of people and we gradually descended underwater so that we could get used to being at a reasonable depth. We were just sort of exploring around and we had to be careful not to go too far below, like 40 metres or something. And some kid wandered off and got stuck. And we were like, oh, jeez, he's going to run out of air. So eventually... Someone who was, I don't know if they were meant to be teaching us or just helping, but it was a knight from Dark Souls and he came charging over and he freed the guy and then he like did a big sword move and got a big shard of metal and like flung the kid back up. Like, woo, there we go, you're not good enough to do this, goodbye. Um, So we carried on doing our thing. I think we had to collect our own oxygen, but we had to go around under the water and there were little items which were oxygen, like in a game. And we had to make sure we had enough 
for the whole trip. And then there was a big trip we were going to do at the end, which went like really far underwater. They were like, oh, it's going to be pitch black. You guys have got to be prepared. If you don't listen to us, you're going to die. Um, but it turns out it was on the moon. No, not the moon. It was on Mars. So it was a huge underwater dive on Mars. <laughs> but we didn't fly anywhere. We just ended up diving again. So we went diving and we eventually got to Mars. And we had big glow sticks each so that we didn't lose each other because it was so dark. And then everybody wandered off and it was like, right, meet you back here in 20 minutes. It was like going on a school trip. And I started like looking around. I was like, I really want to take something home like a souvenir. But it was just full of like weird. It looked like plastic shells. Like it was just crap. It was weird because I was swimming and it was darker first and foggy. But then it became like a sort of a field at dusk. It was just like grass blowing and sort of low sun. It was really nice, but it wasn't underwater or on Mars. And I found a shrine uh, that had uh, two notes. Yeah, it was like two clipboards with notes. And it said something like about a rabbit bowl that was there. And I was like, okay, weird. I didn't read the rest of the message. So I took one of the notes and I was like, cool. I can use this. So as I was wandering around, I was like drawing on the notes. I was just drawing people because I was bored. And it turned out that I had like a travel system like in Mass Effect on this Mars. So I was I was sort of traveling between the different areas. And I found like a reception that was a bit like a hotel. And there was a girl that I worked with behind the desk. At which point I started running out of oxygen. So I was like, oh, I better get back. So I used fast travel to go back after getting um, the place that I needed to go wrong a couple of times. And I got back to this shrine and like the people that were accompanying us were like, oh, you need to leave something at this shrine, something important. I was like, well, what the hell am I supposed to leave? I don't want to give the shrine my stuff. Uh, so a girl I was with gave the shrine her socks and I was like, well, I don't know. I, I put back the notepad because I realized that that was supposed to be like a little bit of information and you weren't supposed to take them and draw things on them. So I was like, right, better put that back. But I put it back covered in doodles. And then I was like, oh, geez, I guess I'll leave the jumper I picked up in the Mars gift shop because I liked that. And that's a sacrifice because I won't be buying it anymore. So I put that there. <laughs> But then I took something else from the from the shrine. I was like, oh, that would be a good souvenir because there's no other good souvenirs here. But I was trying to be sneaky about it. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. And then we ended up leaving. And that was my trip to Mars. Cool. GG. Oh, my gosh. You went on an adventure. I did go on an adventure. And I know why as well. Tell me what you think first. At first, I was worried because I was thinking like, oh, is this an Elden Ring? <laughs> adventure and then when you said that there were notes i was just waiting for it to be like yeah i found this note and it said try finger butthole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what could it oh mean it, oh my god that would have made the dream that would have been incredible <laughs> holy shit but no i think that part of the dream was a bit elden ring inspired especially like the way everything looked it looked a lot like elden ring it was like a big field with long grass and like a dim sunlight and it was very Elden Ring. Yeah. So that it, it might have been because I was playing Elden Ring last night. But I think the main part of the dream, like the whole diving thing, that was my fault as well because I was on Reddit before I went to sleep. Oh no. And I was on the Thalassophobia subreddit, um, <laughs> which I follow even though I'm scared of the ocean, but you know, whatever. And I... uh 
was reading stories about divers. There's a, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, it might be like Blue Hole or something, something along those lines in Egypt, in like Sharm el Sheikh or something like that. Yeah. And lots of divers have died there because it's so clear they don't realize how quickly they're sinking. Um, and then they just can't surface oh. anymore because I think it was something like once you go past 40 meters, which is why I dreamt about 40 meters, you start to lose buoyancy and you just sink. Yeah. So I was reading all these horror stories. <laughs> I've done this before. Like I, I had the same thing where I was reading about caving and people that had been stuck in caves. And I was like, why am I doing this? It's horrible. But yeah, it's just a weird rabbit hole to go down. But that's what I was doing before bed. I was reading about divers and in this um, particular place. So I ended up dreaming about that. <laughs> See, I was thinking, like, as soon as at the start of the dream when you said, oh, I was learning diving. And because obviously knowing about your fear, I was like, oh, no, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> I thought this is big stress. This is stress. too bad. Like, you yeah. got a bit of an adventure. The rest of it just seemed like a Elden Ring Mass Effect mashup. Yeah. That's it. It's like just been all the games I've been playing. Like I've been playing Mass Effect. And the thing with Mass Effect as well, like whenever I use the fast travel like I did in the game, because I don't really know the game very well yet, I always just zip around until I find the place I'm supposed to be in, which is what I was doing in the dream. I was just like, nope, this is the wrong place. Oh dear. <laughs> Better go back. Yeah. So it was like a mix of Elden Ring and, and Mass Effect. The diving part was quite scary, but it wasn't too bad. The worst bit was like the thought of going somewhere really dark and we had these big glow sticks like I said in the dream um, they were like pinky greeny big glowing things and we all had one and when we finally got to Mars and we sort of went out it wasn't like pitch black it was more like brown fog like you know when you kick up sand underwater yeah it was all like that and I was like oh my god I can barely see anybody's glow sticks but for some reason I wasn't worried <laughs> <laughs> I was more interested in like beachcombing. I was like, I want a souvenir. I was going to say, one of the things that strikes me about a few of your dreams is um, you seem to have a lot of gift shops. Yeah. And sort of trinkets. Like you had the one where you were buying the earrings from the gift shop. Then you had the last one, you you got given the gift from the girl in the ambulance. And oh, now yeah. you're getting a little souvenir from this one as well. Like I would love it if somewhere in your mind is like your dream, like like the equivalent of um, Ariel in the Little Mermaid. You just have all these like, look at this stuff. <laughs> it's just a trove <laughs> full of, of my jewelry from my dreams. Yeah. You want thingamabobs? <laughs> <laughs> That does raise a good point, actually, because when I got to the shrine, I remember specifically that I did not want to give it my jewellery. Yeah. Um, I had like a bracelet from my nan that I was wearing and I had a necklace as well. And I was like, I do not want to give this my jewellery. I want these for me. So I was like, what else can I give it? And I was like, oh, I've been to the gift shop and I've got this this weird jumper. It was like a big yellow jumper, but it had two layers and underneath it was like a knitted cardigan. And I was like, oh, I like it, but I'll leave it. So I did, just so I got to keep my jewellery. It's weird because I've said before, my mum dreams about jewellery all the time and I didn't realise it, but yeah, me too. <laughs> I wonder if, in a way, maybe jewellery is like symbolic of family. Like if a lot of stuff is, you know, gifts from family members and it's also something that you keep very close to you and it can have that, like it's sort of, I guess, oh, this is going to sound really, really smushy, but you know smushy. the way that like your family are like an extension of you. And I guess in a way jewelry is too, because it if you if you wear a ring for a long time and then if you take that off, your hand feels weird. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if it is like, if in your dreams, I wonder if it is a bit of that, that like 
it's like a connection to your mom and your nan and yeah maybe i i find that i like i'm one of those people that assigns sort of sentimentality to objects as well like i've still got all my old plushies from when i was a kid and i love them and they all have their names and like i have i don't cycle through jewelry i don't have like uh, what's the word? Like show jewelry, like cheap necklaces that I wear on a night out sort of thing. I have like a necklace that I wear all the time, yeah, because I like it, and I have a bracelet that I wear all the time because I like it. So it's like they're special objects. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. I don't know why I was dreaming about them, but there they are. I am way too sentimental about ridiculous things. Like literally, someone could pick like a stone off the floor. And draw a smiley face on it and I would be like, I love you, I will keep you forever. Yep, me too. No bad will ever happen to you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I, I remember when I um when I started uni and I started making friends, a girl that I started being pally with, she made me a clay Pikachu and she gave it to me like on my birthday alongside other presents. And I kept it and I've still got it. And I remember she came over once and she saw it and she was like, Oh my god, you kept that? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> you made that. Of course I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, I just love stuff. I remember there was a time that me and my uh, one of my old friends back from my hometown, we were walking, we were walking to school together one day, and we found out we were quite new friends, and we found out that our birthdays were eight days apart, and uh, they're both in March, and it was March, so we were like, oh my gosh, we did, we sh- should we get each other presents? Like we're new friends, do we do that? So I literally. As sort of like a joke, I leant across to this bush and I pulled off a few leaves and I was just like, happy birthday. And she rummaged in her pockets and pulled out a Kinder Surprise toy and was like, happy birthday. Aww. And I kept the Kinder Surprise toy. And then the next day we were walking to school together and she had laminated the leaves and made them into a badge and put it on her bag. Oh and my God, like, that's so that's cute. so cute. <laughs> I still have the toy somewhere. I just, I, I think it got brought down to Bristol and then we never fully unpacked. We just put things in the, uh, in the loft. Oh my God. That is, <laughs> that is so nice. I did something similar. Um, when I worked at Asda, I had a friend who worked in the warehouse and the Kinder eggs there, some of them had been smashed. So like they just had a couple of toys lying around and he handed me a toy and was like, here you go for you. And I was like, cool. And I kept it in my pocket for years, oh. years and years and years. I had this random little like, I think it was like a rat, a little plastic rat in my pocket. I was like, yeah, that's mine. That's my rat. <laughs> I literally, in my coat next to me right now, I have two Swedish coins that Rithian gave me the last time I saw him. Aww. And I carry them with me everywhere. And occasionally I, I hear like jingling in my pockets. So I'm like, what's that? Oh yeah, the Rithian coins. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. But yeah, I'm so bad with like, if ever I'm trying to have a clear out of stuff, I'm like, oh, I can't get rid of this or, or this mm-hmm. or this. Yep, I'm the same. I don't know how people, can be like oh I don't really own much like I just have the necessities I'm like I have so much stuff so and so gave me that I can't throw it away that's cute I have to keep it I just- <laughs> I'm terrible <laughs> but yeah I, I, I'm i trying to think if there's anything I forgot in the dream that I didn't record but I don't think there was it was mainly um, the diving and the the reading about the, the divers that had been lost and yeah. yeah I think I pretty much covered it all but it was a weird one <laughs> I do get worried about because it is easy to fall down into rabbit holes of things just before you go to bed Mm -hmm. and then I do think like oh no have I influenced 
my brain. It's just, it's just that weird thing of like, you know, one thing leads to another thing and before you know it, you turn off the lights. And I'm quite bad for if I if I read something in the daytime, I'll think like, oh, it's, it's fine because I'm reading this in the day and I feel safe and everything's fine. And then as soon as the light goes off, my brain's like, um, excuse me, remember that thing that terrified you like five hours ago? Let's think about that. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I tell you what, I did just remember something. When we submerged for the first time, I had like this overwhelming feeling of like not being able to breathe properly. Like I felt like the water going over my head and moving slower and stuff, which was pretty stressful. But yeah, that was that was that was also pretty cool. It makes dreams feel so much more real when when stuff like that happens. Was it tabs lying across your face? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Feed me. Have you ever woken up to him? Like, I've heard people say, like, cats do sort of, there is a risk of um, suffocation because they like your warm breath sort of thing. But have you ever had that? What, tabs on my face? Yeah. No, not really. I... He mainly just like shoving his butt in my face, honestly. Like he puts it as close <laughs> to my face as he can to wake me up. Or he might be laying like above my head on the pillow. Aww. But he's never tried to uh, to lay on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, very rarely he'll lay on my back, Aww. but not really. He's a good boy. He doesn't try and murder me in my sleep. Yet. That is the mark of a good boy. Exactly. <laughs> the best of boys. Well, you've sent me this um, infographic. I wanted to talk about this. I was sent this by Mazaira during the week, and I I've been trying so hard not to send it to you because I I was like, oh, this is this is content, <laughs> <laughs> content. But yeah, it's the most common dream in every country, and there's a little description that says that this is done by what people have googled. So I don't know how accurate it is because, to be honest, I don't Google a lot of my dreams. I tend to work them out myself, so I don't know if the. I guess this is just the most commonly Google ones, but may not be completely reflective. Mm -hmm. The thing I found interesting is that the main ones seem to be either teeth falling out or snakes. Yeah, I noticed that. That's so bizarre, right? And it says in the description that um, to see a snake can signify hidden worries, or if you're bitten by a snake, and teeth falling out is to do with a lack of self-confidence. So I was looking at this and I was just thinking like, is the world okay? Yeah. <laughs> is everybody okay? Everyone's just like, no matter where you live. It's just, I, but does that just mean that dreams tend to lean towards processing of worries more than like, is that our safe space to do that? To like, I, yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. Especially having like talked about them a, a lot more recently with you. I think dreams generally are just a way for us to process things. Yeah. And a lot of the time that's like worries and stresses. It's weird because Canada, US, Australia, UK, Ireland, they're all teeth falling out, like the human body dreams. I've never dreamt about my teeth falling out. Never. I do have that dream occasionally. Very occasionally, but it's the weirdest thing because there's that weird time in your childhood where wobbly teeth are just like a thing. Yeah. Like I remember me and one of my friends at primary school, we would name our teeth and have bets on which one was going to come out first. And we would literally <laughs> get into school and be like, oh, Dylan's looking a bit wobbly today. So oh my God. <laughs> just like Annabelle fell out finally last night. And it's just weird how like you get your, you know, your grown up teeth and then you just don't think about it and then when you have a dream that one of your teeth is wobbly and it's obviously that muscle memory from so long ago and it does spook you like I wake up and I'm just like oh my gosh because am 
imagine having a wobbly tooth now. It'd be horrible. Yeah. 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 It's just the norm at some point. Saying that, I think I might have dreamt about having wobbly teeth, but I don't think I've ever dreamt about them falling out. One thing that stood out to me, though, was grease. Like, there's there's, there's all of these snake <laughs> dreams, teeth falling out dreams, pregnancy dreams, baby dreams, and then there's grease on this map, and it says hat. hat. They've been dreaming about hats. The ones I found sort of cute in a way um, I don't know if that's the right word, but sweet is um, Cyprus. Mostly dream of the sea, Iceland, snow. It's like they sort of what's around. <laughs> I just think about that exactly. But yeah, it's it's super interesting. A lot of places. I mean, Africa is very varied by the looks yeah. of it. Like there's money, eating, relationships, snakes, shoes, cutting hair, and then you have North America, which is just teeth falling out. <laughs> It's just a a big region of teeth falling out. Everyone's teeth are falling out. And then you've got Dove in the Bahamas. Like, does that suggest that it's, I don't know, is it a peaceful place? Doves are often peace symbology. Yeah, I wonder what would, like, prompt them to dream about doves. That's so specific. I do find it interesting how many places dream about snakes. Because for me, I guess because we don't really have snakes. I rarely see snakes. They don't really... I don't think I'm particularly scared of them, so maybe that's what it is. But it seems like, I guess in places where they are more prevalent, maybe you are more likely to have that symbolise fear. Yeah. But I think if I was to have a dream about being scared of an animal, I don't think I would go for snake. Snakes? No, me neither. According to this, though, it says dream theorists think that it symbolises hidden worries. Hmm. But that means a lot of people are worried. I hope you're all okay. <laughs> I do wonder how much of it, how much of it might be connected to, I don't know, like religious symbology. Because I guess snakes are quite uh, yeah, symbolic maybe. of like tricksy and, you know, snake in the grass and, and that Sneaky. sort of thing. So, or maybe it is literally just that there are more snakes. Because yeah. we get what? A slow worms? Are slow worms even snakes? Do we really get snakes here? We have like little grass snakes and stuff, don't we? But we don't have anything big and dangerous. Yeah. I wonder as well, like, in, in what sort of sense they're dreaming about snakes as well, because there was someone in the in uh I, I mentioned them the other week. I think it was in my chat, they said like they were trying to take their socks off and they, they kept going on, but it, it, it was as if the socks were like a snake shedding skin. So like that's such a loose connection to snakes, but also snakes, you know? Yeah. And in dreams, your brain sort of has that ability, doesn't it, to just be like, This is like a snake. <laughs> like when <laughs> everything was all like nice and sunny in my dream it was like this is like Elden Ring and it's it's very it's not subtle yeah <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about this map is when I think of Australia I start thinking about things like snakes and massive spiders and just yes. all the things that that could possibly jump out at you be hiding in your shoes be there to attack you but Australia seems to me like like one of the boss fights of a country so definitely <laughs> Just before you get there, like your file saves and there's med kits. <laughs> but then their fears are teeth falling out. Well, they must be so used to the snakes by now that they just don't care. <laughs> I like that. Um, is it Bhutan? I can't see, but the rainbow is the most common dream. That seems sweet. That's nice. I wonder what a rainbow like is meant to symbolise in a dream. I wonder how much of this is like to do with. Because a lot, one of the other common ones is um, pregnancy, marriage, ex relationships. Like, I wonder if that is different societal 
differences between crun- uh, crunchies countries where crunchies there's, um, there's more I don't know more pressure for marriage or something maybe that plays on your mind a bit yeah more. I did wonder about that so I found rainbow it says uh, it's a message of hope from your unconscious uh, it's a symbol of redemption and personal growth it represents the enlightened mind that is a bridge between heaven and earth and this dream image can fill you with optimism uh, about the possibilities ahead so there we go well that sounds pretty good and meanwhile every single country around them snakes snakes <laughs> <laughs> well they've got the right idea with their rainbows yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it's wild I can't believe how many how many countries like dream about snakes to that extent but then Argentina spiders yeah just mixing it up there and then if you go if you go to Colombia you've got lice <laughs> and there, there's rats in Peru and mice mice yeah, in Chile I was gonna say rice, uh, rice and mats no mice and rats <laughs> mice and rats I would happily dream about mice and rats they're cute yeah <laughs> and then just baby in the middle in uh, baby. Bolivia baby <laughs> I would be very curious to see America a bit more split up into states. Maybe there is a map of that out there, but just seeing Canada as well, like just seeing that sort of split up into... Yeah, it's such a big area. It could do with being split up. That would be really good. It's just just interesting. Like there's no sort of reason behind it. It's just... It's crazy how like people from all over the world are all like thinking about snakes as well and teeth falling out. How did that end up happening? It's just so bizarre. I do wonder that... um, Because the teeth falling out dream is such a well-known thing yeah i wonder if like people have heard like oh when you're stressed you dream your teeth are falling out and then it happens you know yeah i think if you were using this to try and think about like where to head to i think you've got it right with greece to have a nice dream about hat or i've just noticed that botswana eating <laughs> oh yes botswana or greece absolutely i i wonder what kind of hats they're dreaming about in greece <laughs> I wonder, what does it say that hat is meant to symbolise? Is there a hat in your book? Uh, there's probably clothing and then hat. Hang on, let me have a cheeky look. Clothes. Problems with clothing. Nakedness. Thought. If you're changing hats, it may be a sign of personal growth. Um, Freud believed, oh no, not Freud. The hat was a sexual symbol, of course. Of course he did. What wasn't? <laughs> what wasn't for Freud? Nowadays, it's more likely to be seen as a symbol of authority. Although if you take your hat off to someone in your dream, you're showing them respect. Huh. Okay. Also associated with allegiance and profession, team, or particular roles in life. For example, a judge's wig suggests justice. 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 It, it seems to be like just your job is your hat. <laughs> <laughs> wherever i lay my hat that is where my job that is where my job what strikes me about this map is i've just realized because it does say that it's the most googled dreams how many people in greece have woken up and been like dreamt about a hat <laughs> what does dreams this mean because <laughs> i can understand if like some of them it's like dreams of being cheated on like, like i can imagine you waking up and being a bit upset and you're like okay i'm gonna what what does this mean sort of thing or like uh there's dreams of Blood. I can imagine that being upsetting. And you're like, why? Uh, Namibia? Squirrels. You'd probably Google that too. (laughs) But I just can't imagine waking up and being like, why why, why don't you buy a hat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. What would you say is the thing that you dream about the most overall? Probably animals, I would say. I was going to say animals or wrestling for you. Maybe one day I'll dream about wrestling a bear. <laughs> Combine my passions. 
I think for me, it would be schoolwork, which is really boring. But that is definitely the thing I think about the most in dreams, which is really bizarre. Yeah. And that's not on the map at all. I wonder, like, when we've, you know, got a few episodes under our belts, I wonder if we look back, maybe our thoughts of what we think we most commonly dream about will be changed because we'll be like, like with the jewellery, we might start to notice like, oh, yeah. I do think about this a lot. And yeah, I've just noticed that Estonia uh, mostly dreams of bears. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to Estonia. I'm going to dream of bears. Nowhere, nowhere has a uh, wrestling though. No, I think we're, we're unique. Schoolwork, wrestling, that is not on there. <laughs> yeah, well, strong, independent dreams. Absolutely. <laughs> what about the people listening? What do you think your most dreamed about subject is? I would like to see in the comments. Yeah, what's your like recurring themes that you notice a lot? Yeah, it's tough because I think a lot of recurring dreams are like stress dreams. So they might be not very pleasant to think about. But if if yours is not not pleasant to think about, then please share. But I mean, it's up to you. (laughs) Dreams are so touchy because it's such a personal subject, you know. But maybe if anyone from uh, Greece is out there, maybe maybe you write in. Tell us about your hat. (laughs) You ever dreamt about a hat? I would like to know what kind of hat. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you've had some nice dreams this week and um, continue to do so. Yes. Maybe we'll start skewing these results in a more positive way. (laughs) I hope you all have wonderful dreams of hats. Yeah, hats, Uh, bears. And bears. And eating. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Maybe rainbows as well. I can't wait to hear about them. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. And thank you, Kirsty. Thank you, Brainy. And we shall speak to you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.